Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of Not For Thought, a podcast channel designed for psychonauts and psychonautics. Today, I was thinking we would discuss concert culture. Again, I'm posting Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, or at least that's what I'm trying to do. And Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm going to try to do more uh, topics that are a little bit different other than just talking about experiences from psychedelics. I'm still going to do that on Sundays, I think, and yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think I'm going to try to switch it up a little bit, and yeah, we'll see how this does. We'll see if this gets any attention. I don't know, but this is something in this is something I'm obsessed with, and that's kind of what I have the podcast for somewhat. Yeah, so there's some fucking construction going on in the apartment next to me, so I'm really sorry if you hear any of that. I'm going to try and cut as much of it out as I can, but we'll see. It's so fucking loud, man. If anybody lives in an apartment, you probably know what I mean, man, or at least in a studio. I can just hear everything from all the apartments around me. And this one apartment is getting repaired and so, so loud. Anyways. Yeah, so I was thinking we would talk about concerts and my experiences, um, my goals, what I want to do in the future, and yeah, some some opinions from my friends that I got, and yeah. So I thought I would start off with talking about my first concert. Uh, It was back in 2019, so before COVID. I was 18, and I went to Flatbush Zombies at Red Rocks in Colorado. It was fun, but at the same time, I went with some people that didn't want to dance or really get down to the music at all, like... They wanted to be all the way in, like, the last row, basically. And it just kind of made the experience suck a little bit. It was still pretty cool, but, yeah, I wanted to, like... I wanted to smoke some weed down with the the homies and get down to some Flatbush Zombies. Just to summarize it, yeah, it was not the best experience, but it wasn't really all that good either. It felt like... It felt like I was about 10 feet or 10 rows behind the concert. Like I was watching it from 10 rows behind, basically. It didn't feel like I was a part of the concert. And I realized that I needed closer friends or just people that would get down to the music, man. If you've ever been to a concert and just stood around, then I am sorry because that sucks. And maybe some people want to do that. And you know what? If that's what you want to do, then by all means, maybe that doesn't suck. But in my opinion, if you're going to go to a concert, get down to the music. I remember my friend saying at one point, I'm just here to listen to music, dude. I'm I'm just here to listen to the good music. And I was like, well, why don't we listen a bit closer to the stage and dance to it? I don't know. Anyways, it was just, it was really upsetting because I wanted to go crazy and watching an entire audience of people just go hard as I'm standing behind all of them. It was sad. But 
Anyways, I realized that I need to go with different friends, so... Yeah, I... I mean, I was always obsessed with concerts, you know? I've talked about it already, but there was some videos on YouTube. There's lots of videos on YouTube of different concerts of live bands and rappers and all sorts of shit. Yeah, I just, I remember watching, like, different tours of people and seeing their concerts just looked so fucking lit. Like, there was this one rap concert or this rap tour before Lil Pump and Smoke Perp became like total famous sellouts no offense if you're into them but this was like this was probably even before my first concert and I just remember like going onto YouTube and watching their tour like I said this was when they were still really small but big enough to like have a little tour that they drove around to a couple different states in a, in a van basically but it looked so fucking fun and I wasn't even a huge Lil Pump fan even now I'm I'm not at all but even back then I wasn't a huge fan and it was still so much fun that was just like the start of me never stopping watching live videos of concerts and wanting to go to concerts you know but then 2020 comes and COVID hits you know because why not <laughs> yeah so I was fucked out of concerts and I'm sure a lot of people felt this too but yeah I was totally screwed out of concerts that I had planned that sucked but fast forward through that rough year and in 2021 um i got tickets to sts9 and if you've ever been to sts9 um yeah you probably you probably know what i was in for <laughs> it was a lot of fun i was actually supposed to see a different band but then that band like canceled and sts9 filled in and sts9 did not disappoint they fucking played for like four hours straight after the openers it was crazy i've never been to a concert that was that long and that's why i really want to go to a festival but anyways i'll get into that in a minute so i do live in colorado in the u.s because i'm sure there's probably some people listening from outside the u.s i don't know and there's red rocks which was where I saw Flatbush Zombies for that first concert, and it was also where I saw STS-9. And Red Rocks is so fucking cool, man. <laughs> Red Rocks is so much fun. It, I felt like I made up in this STS-9 concert, I feel like I made up for that Flatbush Zombies concert. I was way closer to the front at STS-9. I got down the whole fucking time. It was so much fun, man. It was incredible. It was like my first real concert experience and if you've never been to red rocks you should look up a picture of it because it's fucking crazy it's in the middle of like some mountains and it's this massive stadium that's made out of a bunch of stairs basically these like enlarged stairs and you just like stand on these rows of stairs so it's not like a flat stadium where everybody kind of like 
closes in together and jumps around really close towards each other it's a little bit more spread out it's kind of scary at times like you'll feel if you're dancing really hard and you're fucked up you'll feel like you're gonna fall forward and there are actually people that fell on me at STS 9 that was crazy but it's kind of hard to avoid because you're on stairs and you're looking kind of downward at the state at the stage but yeah red rocks is really fun nonetheless and then later that year i went to some more concerts um nothing too notable but i will say i went to a bunch of these concerts with the same friend he was a really close homie at the time he was a really cool dude and we had some fun fucking times at these concerts but then we went to beats antique in like october of 2021 and he was just acting way different he was like really negative about it i don't know he was fucking weird man he was just very negative about the whole experience before when i told him that i got the tickets when we went to the concert he was really just negative about everything and i don't know maybe he was going through something because at this point i would i feel like he was <laughs> being years later uh yeah anyways so yeah that was kind of the start of my friendship with that person uh yeah which was sad because we did have a lot of fun together and beats antique was still fucking lit it was crazy they did some like stage performances that i haven't seen at any other concert uh yeah definitely would recommend seeing them live and sts9 sts9 is like grateful dead kind of vibes where it's like jam band that's why they were playing for like four hours straight was just because they're a fucking jam band it was so much fun though like the music would die down you know a little bit and it would be kind of mellow and then you would you would slowly start to hear this like hype up you know not like not like an edm where there's like a beat drop i mean it was similar but it was like they're a jam band you know so they have an electronic guitar electric guitar jesus christ and drummer and a bass and you know they they're really good at what they do and they're just constantly like these ups and downs and in the music you know and it it was amazing it was just so cool that everybody would just be kind of like standing around you know and then the music would start to hype up a little bit and hype up a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more and then like out of nowhere the whole crowd's just like jumping up and down you know it was so fucking cool i loved that concert at sts9 same with beats antique uh, so yeah i felt pretty satisfied with concerts after 2021 i went to so many i think i went to like six or seven concerts in about three months i went to so many i had one weekend where i went to like two or three concerts in one weekend and they were completely different concerts that was a lot then i didn't really go in 2022 this last year i didn't have much motivation i was really fucking busy especially over the summer i was working two jobs and i'm a college student uh, so i thought that i would talk about a bit of the vibes if you're the type of person that hasn't experienced concerts or you're just somebody that wants to hear 
somebody talk about how much they love concert culture. I don't know. But that friend that I went to all those concerts with, he was always so insistent on like how positive people are at concerts and that it's always good vibes, you know. Oh my god. I totally forgot to take a hit of weed. Alright, one sec. If you smoke weed, you should join me. If not, just hang out. Yeah, my friend was always very insistent on there being this atmosphere of positivity at concerts that nobody's there to you know fucking shoulder shove and be a dick you know like everybody's there to just have fun and get lit and enjoy some music you know and he was right i think it depends on what concert you're going to at times you know i've heard about some concerts having serious issues um whether it's with security and whatever yeah i just do i do agree with him that after going to all those concerts that it's very good vibes i mean there were concerts where i made some friends there were concerts where i just enjoyed myself and people were just just the vibes that people bring to concerts are amazing man and if you're into music and dancing concerts can really feel like home in a way also at sts9 real side note in case you're curious about some of the drug usage that i saw there because that was the most noticeable out of all the concerts that i went to sts9 maybe it was just because it was out in the open it was red rocks and i could just see everybody really well and i could just see what people were doing i don't know but sts9 was crazy man there were people doing lines in the audience just like this guy out of nowhere pulls a fucking baggie out of his back pocket and like sets it on his seat and starts crushing it up and then grabs a key and scoops a fucking thing of coke and snorts it like right in front of us right in front of me and my friend it was crazy dude i couldn't believe it. i remember like tapping my friend on the shoulder and be like yo did you see that and he was just like in the zone in the concert he didn't even like really hear me dude yeah it was fucking crazy and then as we're leaving that was like the whole concert was like that though with the cocaine it was it was wild i've never seen so many people so open to doing cocaine like it's just like it's weed like it's smoking a joint I don't know. I'm not against that. It was just... I've never seen that at any other concert. And as we were leaving... So, Red Rocks is a bit of a walk. Depending on where you're parked or if you're getting an Uber. We got an Uber, so it wasn't so bad. But as we're walking out of the stadium... Because it's like a little bit of a hike to get back to the car loop area. And there's these people with a giant thing of of CO2, a fucking NOS. Just a giant thing of whippets. And they're literally, as we're walking by, going, whippets, get your whippets, get your whippets. And me and my friend made jokes about that for so long. Because it was wild, bro. I've never, ever, I don't think I'll ever see anything like that again. 
just openly selling whippets like it's like they're vendors selling food bro that was wild i couldn't believe that no i did not try it i was a little tempted my friend kept insisting on should we go back bro i was like no fuck that dude that's hippie crack i don't trust that and teach their own as i've stated a million times you know at a concert i could see myself maybe trying it but we were leaving like we were going to we were going home i don't understand why people would want to do that after the concert maybe it's relaxing and i I don't know i don't need anybody to answer that in the comments or anything but yeah it was crazy dude get your whippets whippets over here and my friend like i remember he turned around as we're walking by this there's like people buying it of course and as we're walking by my friend turns around and he's like what the fuck and he literally runs into one of these people with a fucking balloon and i was like dude you're gonna get us fucking stabbed (laughs) you're gonna get us killed dude (laughs) he tripped over yeah those people he like ran into a group of of people getting balloons it was crazy i was like dude you're gonna piss some people off but like i said before vibes at concerts are pretty good so it wasn't a big deal nobody really cared but i was i thought it was pretty funny that <laughs> that happened man i've never seen anything like that get your whippets oh anyways all right so this might be a really really fucking long podcast holy shit i apologize to anybody that's not really into this but then again you could just stop listening so i guess i'm not that sorry Hey, if you're still listening, that's cool. Because, <laughs> yeah, this is probably going to be pretty fucking long. I got a lot more to talk about. Yeah, Friday, Thursday and Friday of last week, I was so bored, man. I don't know what it was. I'm sure some other people probably feel this. But it's like, I'll just have this aching sense of boredom. I don't know. I don't know how to really explain it. But just like days went on where I was like, I need something to do. I need, like, a new hobby or something, man. I'm bored as shit. And Saturday, I wake up, and I'm like, you know what? What's going on in Colorado today? So I look up, literally, what to do in Colorado. And there's an excision concert at the first bank center, I think. I don't know. I didn't go, but I I saw it, and I was like, you know what? EDM sounds all right i had a friend that was recently not recently into it (laughs) i had a friend who i'm not talking to so much anymore uh just because we don't work together i guess i should say she was a co-worker uh who's really into edm and so i was like okay let me see if there's any tickets oh hell no no there was no tickets they were probably sold out for a while honestly it did look like a crazy concert i saw videos on facebook But, yeah, this was, like, the start of why I'm creating this podcast was Excision, man. Somehow. And I'm not even planning on seeing them, which I'll get into. But, yeah, so. Oh, man. I just, I'm not even that into EDM. But I was like, I'm going to look up a video of, of Excision, see what it's like. And yeah, it was fucking trippy, man. The visuals for, for EDM are crazy. Yeah, I'm going to talk about raves here in a second. Yeah, I was just, I was amazed by all these videos. And I think I was just completely changed on my opinion towards 
EDM and the concerts behind them. I've talked about EDM a bit, and it's not my particular taste in music, but after watching some of these concerts live, I just, I can stop myself from wanting to go. And I've seen videos before, but I watched a video of Excision at Lost Lands, and that is a fucking huge festival. Because like I said, I was kind of satisfied with concerts. There's still some bands here and there that I want to go to. Like I'd love to see Iron Maiden and a few other pretty big bands and rappers. But for the most part, um, I felt pretty satisfied on concerts for the time being. And then I saw that this EDM excision festival called Lost Lands in, I think it's in Utah or something. I don't know. It looks fucking so so crazy that looks massive that's got to be like one of the biggest edm festivals in america it's in america by the way utah in the u.s uh, yeah i just i man i fell in love i was like this is this looks like home man and and then i watched some more videos um of different festivals like there's I was really wanting to go to one in Colorado, so I looked up uh, festivals in Colorado, and the only one that I found for EDM was Sonic Bloom in, I think, June, which I'm still debating. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, raves just seem like everything good about a concert, anything good about, like, different concerts. Like, if you take a, a Pink Floyd concert and a rap concert and, I don't know, maybe, like, just a hardcore rock concert and you take all the good things from each of those you take the light shows from the the pink floyd concert or whatever i said the psychedelic rock you take the light show from there you take the insanely loud music from the heavy metal you take all the good parts of each of these concerts and you put them into one and that's where you get EDM concerts and raves in my opinion there's just there's lights the music is fucking so trippy it, it's so insane the stages are usually pretty fucking crazy too like the one at Lost Lands was so cool looking and uh yeah everyone dances that's the other thing it's like I said in my first concert Nobody really danced, or uh, in my crew. Um, I have been to other concerts where there'll be like sections of people not getting down to the music very much, or it takes kind of a buildup. I'm okay with like a bit of a buildup, you know. I can understand like the opener goes on and everybody's not losing it right away. That's kind of a lot, you know, to do that for hours and hours and hours on end. You know, you need. A bit of a ramp up before you're going too crazy I think but totally opinionated my friend didn't think that way my friend who I went to all those concerts with in 2021 was always insistent on like if you're gonna go to a concert you might as well get down right away you might as well just start going hard right at the beginning <laughs> I don't know teach their own I guess uh, but yeah back to raves and EDM there's also totems which I don't think I've seen at really any other concerts. Maybe I'm just thinking close-minded. I don't know. 
but I swear I haven't. I feel like that's a fucking EDM thing, because, you know, obviously EDM concerts are filled with usually a lot of drugs. Really, any music festival is filled, really any concert, any music festival in general is going to be filled with a lot of drugs, and usually alcohol. Yeah, the totems, are, I thought were just so cool. There's some that have so much thought and are so fucking crazy to look at. It just adds another aspect of psychedelic, psychedelia. I don't know, man. <laughs> Anyways, the clothing at EDM festivals and raves is especially trippy. Anybody that has been to one knows what I'm talking about here. There's... There's pashminas, and people wear shirts that are just made of fucking crazy-ass-looking shit. And, yeah, it's like just the trippiest people migrate to EDM concerts and raves, I swear, bro. If you're a psychonaut at all, I feel like you'll find raves and concerts and EDM concerts to be on their own level. And I know that, like, the more that you go to the more you don't really want to go to anymore. It was the same with concerts for me. You know, I went to so many that I felt like I needed to take a break for a little bit. I didn't plan on spending a whole year away from concerts, but I did feel that I needed to, like, take a step back because I was just kind of concert out. I'd just gone to so many. It just, I was a little sad. I was too satisfied with the concerts, you know? Anyways... There's just such cool shit. Pashmina is what I was talking about in one of my podcasts. I said sashimi, and I meant pashmina. It's a type of scarf. I don't know much about it. I would just look it up. But I bought one of those even before I knew about the wood culture and and that sort of shit and the raves and EDM. I mean, I knew about it, but I just didn't realize how fitting it is for me. I think I've just had friends that are not into EDM, and that's really what's held me back. EDM is looked at in a different way than a lot of other music. It is seen as drug music, and I wouldn't necessarily deny that or agree with it, but I do feel that listening to EDM on drugs and going to a concert on drugs is quite an experience. It has to be. It looks like it. It looks like so much fun, man. But yeah, EDM music itself, uh, it has a lot of stigma behind it. And it's looked at in a lot of different ways. So I think that's what held me back. But I don't really give a fuck what people think anymore. I'll do whatever I want. And I want to go to a rave. <laughs> As I said, you know, I do need concert buddies. I need some rave buddies, man. Anyways... So, as I'm going through these videos of different EDM concerts and festivals, I decide to look up Shambhala. And if you've ever watched Psyched Substance on YouTube, you probably already know about this festival. <laughs> um, it's an EDM festival, but basically everybody there is on drugs. It's in Canada, and it's like the biggest, arguably the biggest, EDM festival in the entire country and honestly it might be one of the biggest EDM festivals in the entire continent I do think that uh, numbers wise it, Lost Lands did look like it had more people but then again Shambhala is crazy because it has 
multiple different stages going at the same time, I think. I don't know, because I came across this video, a different video, not the psyched substance one. The psyched substance, he just, like, goes up to people and asks what drugs they're on, and yeah, it's pretty fascinating, but you don't really get an idea of what kind of concert he's actually at. You know, like, he doesn't explain that he's at an EDM concert. You don't see any of the footage of the concert. But yeah, there's, like, it's an entire farm that's just a massive forest of different stages and man it looks so so cool i want to go so bad shambhala look it up man it's it's my goal for this year or next year because like i said earlier i was debating between sonic bloom and shambhala and i really can't decide because sonic bloom is obviously like 16 hours less of a drive probably even more because when you're driving from, say, Colorado, like I am, all the way to, all the way to Salmo, Canada, in the British Columbia province, there's obviously you have to go through immigration and or border crossing, whatever that's called, and it can be a pain in the ass. And if you have drugs on you, you can end up getting into a lot of trouble. So. Not to mention, apparently for Shambhala, it can be like a three to four hour wait because of the festival to get through the border crossing that's closest to the festival. Three to four hours. Imagine you drive like 16 hours across country, get to the border, and then you got to wait four more hours just to get through to the fucking country. And then you got to drive to the festival, which is probably another hour or two. And you have to wait in a line, depending on what day you show up, can determine how long your wait to get into the festival can be. So what's crazy about Shambhala is that I'm going to talk a lot about Shambhala here. <laughs> okay, I kind of lost my train of thought. So you get to the concert, right? You can choose which day you show up. So the concert starts, or the festival, I should say, starts on Thursday. Um, it gets really crazy on Friday and Saturday, and then kind of dies down on Sunday. But you can leave, you can get there as early as Tuesday night, I think. And then, obviously, you can show up anytime until Friday. And the closer to Friday that you show up, the less chance that it it's going to be a long-ass wait for you. Like some people said um, in one of the videos that I watched, this guy said that he drove 20 fucking hours across Canada to get to the concert, which is like, props to you, man. That's fucking awesome. And he was like, I would drive to the end of the world to get to this concert. And I'm like, fuck, man, I think I, think I would too. <laughs> I really want to go. Yeah, it looks so so fucking lit and I also think oh, I'm gonna talk about this really quickly but I think DMT actually kind of intrigued my interest into EDM and especially the festival part because yeah dude there's like gallery walks where people on acid and shrooms just well you don't even have to be on that you could be totally sober but there's like these art galleries of just the trippiest 
really, really well-made artwork um, that's like professional psychedelic artists and it's all really, really fucking cool. Seeing some of the videos of people walking through galleries at any EDM festival, the art is just like remarkable, man. I'm big on art in the first place, but so yeah, DMT definitely impacted that. I think I've just been much more into the spiritual nature of things and at EDM festivals just seems like there's this very, very strong spiritual atmosphere going on. There's also plur, if you don't know about that. Peace, love, unity, respect, I think. I can't quite remember. I just remember that it means to be nice. Peace, love, unity, respect. Commonly shortened to plur. It's a set of principles that are associated with rape culture originating in the United States, of course. But... Nonetheless, it literally stands for peace, love, unity, respect, and that's like what a lot of ravers are supposed to live by, and I, I'm not knocking that at all. I totally agree with that. I think that's fucking awesome. I do think that there's probably a lot of people that don't agree with that and kind of mess with that vibe, but after watching the videos of these festivals, I can tell that people are very, very friendly compared to other concerts you know like i said earlier basically any concert you go to people are usually in a really good mood i mean they're drunk or high on something usually or at least just in a good mood because there's good music playing all right so back to like the travel time because i think i got really sidetracked from there like i said my travel time would be 16 hours to get to the border four hours of wait time that's 20 hours of traveling, of being in a fucking car, and then another two hours to get to the festival on top of what could be up to, it said six to twelve hours in line. I can't believe that. That's fucking insane. But then I watched one video where this guy said that, like, it didn't take him long at all, that it was like a breeze getting into the festival, and he showed up on Wednesday. I think that's my goal, is to show up basically any time on Wednesday, if I do go. I really, really want to, man. Look up a video of, of Shambhala, if you haven't heard of it. It's fucking crazy, man. The stages are insane. Each stage has, like, its own theme, and they're all fucking insane. It's all GA tickets, so it's basically just first come, first serve for everybody, and it's so nice that there's not, like, reserved seating. I think that there are VIP passes to probably, like, go backstage and stuff, but nonetheless. Yeah, the stages are, like, so fucking cool. There's this one that looks like, I don't know, there's one that's called Fractal Forest, um, and I'm trying not to look at too many videos of that one because it's supposed to be the best. And I'm like, if I do go, I'd love to save that for in person. Um, I've seen a couple videos and it looks fucking insane, man. Like I said, all EDM festivals look pretty fucking crazy. But Shambhala is on another level. And in one video, this guy is like going around interviewing a lot of people. And a lot of people say that Shambhala is like the best festival that they've been to that's why I kind of want to just go to that one because like I said I'm pretty done with concerts not done but just I don't feel like going to seven concerts in a couple months 
it's so expensive it's so time consuming i have to take off work and it's not easy to do all the fucking time when you're a full-on adult you know like i think that if i was maybe living at home or had a way higher income and an easier job to take time off of yeah i could probably go to a lot more concerts but even then it's just it's tiring you still spend a lot of money that you can't get back i mean drinks are always more expensive at concerts they're usually like i don't know four times the regular price i remember my friend got a tall white claw and it was like eleven dollars or something like that i couldn't believe it i was like why would you even buy that at that point i'd it's almost tempting to be sober just kidding <laughs> do whatever you want i have heard a lot of people do go to festivals sober it's not uncommon a lot of people probably think that like nobody goes sober but no there definitely are people that go sober and i think one day that might happen for me depending i mean obviously not for a while <laughs> yeah if you can't tell i'm so fucking obsessed this is gonna be like an hour-long podcast i feel like at least because i'm so obsessed i want to go so bad and like i said i kind of made this podcast to just discuss the psychonaut topics that i'm into and i think in a way this is a psychonaut topic if you've been to a festival or even a concert for a night or even a day you know that like it can feel very real ritualistic and very profound when you go to concerts you know especially depending on the band you know some people are so good at like just making you feel very at home and I don't know I love when the artists get into it too that's a huge part of it and then you know the artists getting into it really helps for the audience to get into it and then the audience getting into it helps you just start to kind of feed off of the artists and the audience feeds off of each other and it's just this huge atmosphere of positivity and energy and god I sound like such a hippie but I'm sure that there's some people that absolutely know what I'm talking about here. Anybody that's been to a concert or a rave probably knows what I'm talking about. It's it's an experience. You aren't just like standing listening to music. It's it's a whole experience and especially if you're on drugs that really helps too. Not needed, but definitely helps especially on like the spiritual aspects. I personally haven't done anything too crazy at concerts when it comes to drugs. I've gotten really high on weed. I've gotten really drunk at a couple of concerts. Um, I took shrooms at a few concerts. And that's it. Yeah. So, anyways, I actually talked about one of my one of the times that I went to a concert on shrooms in one of my podcasts, and I had to leave early because me and my friend were so fucked up yeah i guess i did also go to tame impala but that one doesn't even really count because like i said we left early yeah so sts9 is like the closest that i've come to a rave and sts9 was very similar but like i said i don't think that there was any totems um the light show wasn't quite the same as edm like there's visuals usually playing um for, that like djs have playing behind them and yeah, that's the case with other concerts too, but at EDM, 
concerts, it seems like the visuals are insane. I remember seeing this chick on Tinder, one of her, she had a video at the end of her profile of her at this concert, and the visual was like this three-headed dragon that was like pumping out fists with the music. I don't even know how to explain it. It looked fucking crazy, dude. It was like this half machine, half three-headed dinosaur bumping with the music behind the DJ. It was so drippy. Um, and that should have been the moment where I realized, like, EDM is fucking awesome. It's not my thing outside of concerts, though. I'll listen to it. Like I said, I had a friend that was always bumping EDM. But it's, in my opinion, something that I'd like to save for being at a concert. And it's not something that I just want to, like, listen to going to work. <laughs> I don't know. Back to Shambhala, man. I want to go so bad. I also didn't realize that, like, there's a camping aspect to a lot of music festivals and especially EDM festivals. You camp out. I love camping. So the fact that you combine camping and a multiple-day festival, like, that's just the best of both worlds. I know that some people are probably like, Ew, I have to go camping in a forest. I have to shit in the woods. I don't think that's really the case for most concerts or most festivals. I think most of them have, like, running water somewhere. No, actually, at Shambhala, they definitely had porta-potties. Yeah, but I mean, it's better than shitting in the woods, I guess. But don't be expecting to be living luxury. <laughs> or be glamping unless you're paying for it, because they do have options for, like, really, really expensive glamping. Like, they have these giant yurts for like four people and all sorts of stuff but man i need people to go with if you're in colorado drop a comment or something because i'm doing everything i can to find some new friends and specifically rave buddies like i went on to tinder and i did not go on to tinder for the first time probably ever i went on to tinder to truly try and find friends i also went on to like bumble friend and God, I sound like such a loser, because I am. <laughs> but I'm trying to change that. And I haven't always been, man. I've always had friends in the past, and it's it's like this is the one time where I like need friends for something like this, for, for a four-day festival. My car's also a crappy 20-year-old car. It's actually a pretty good car, but it is 20 years old, and something about taking it on a... 19 actually closer to what did i say 26 to 30 hour drive including the wait time to cross the border and get into the festival it's a lot of work man setting up for a festival you know you gotta like i said you're camping so you gotta get food you gotta bring a tent um it's very much a like basic camping you know you're not staying in a cabin and stuff it's very much like you're in the woods. It's pretty cool, though. It looks like so much fun. And I can't believe I didn't know about it. I can't believe I didn't know that there were four-day festivals where you camp out and party for, for multiple nights on end. I want to go to Shambhala so bad, man. And hopefully I will. I'll keep talking about it, I'm sure. I do have a huge vacation planned in October 
uh, to go to Japan, which I have talked about a little bit. Um, I don't know if I'll make a podcast on that. I probably would have if I would have started this podcast a couple months ago. Um, but I've already done so much research and talked about it with so many people that it, at this point it just feels a little too repetitive. But this, like the music festivals, I haven't. I needed to get this out there. I need to get this off of my chest, you know. And yeah, so hopefully I find some people. Because I want to go so bad. Shambhala just looks like so much fucking fun, dude. I, I don't know. Yeah, it is expensive, you know. You gotta have a bunch of stuff to camp. I mean, you gotta prepare to camp for four days. But on top of that, at Shambhala, you have to be 19. Because I think that... Um, I don't know, that's weird. I know, it, you're in Canada. So if you're from Canada, I don't know, let me know why... Let me know why you gotta be 19. Like, because in Colorado, or in the U.S., you gotta be 18 to buy alcohol. Oh, what the fuck am I talking about? Jesus Christ, you gotta be 21 to buy alcohol and weed. Uh, so, 19, like, is that the age to, to buy weed and alcohol? I could probably just look it up. But anyways, yeah, so you gotta be 19, but there's no alcohol at the concert, at Shambhala. There's no alcohol, and it's actually not allowed. So if you get caught bringing it in, they'll actually confiscate it, which kind of sucks. I don't necessarily want to, like, get drunk the entire time. I would much, much rather do psychedelics the whole time that I'm there. Because, dude, the visuals are crazy, and there's just lights everywhere. There's interactive experiences where you, like, fuck with things. And, like, there was this mushroom thing where you, like, press these different buttons and it like lights up in different ways and yeah I don't know it just it looks like home dude and that's what they say a lot about Shambhala like on the website it says welcome home and a bunch of the artists will say like I'm so glad to be home and there's just this very strong Shambhala is home and it really does seem like it probably feels that way because I haven't I haven't been (laughs) I want to go so fucking bad dude but just to give you an idea, and myself, an idea of, like, how much it might cost. So, the ticket for me in the U.S. is $400. So, 400 plus, um, that comes with your ticket that gives you a free camping space next to your car. Free, quote-unquote. It comes with the ticket. But honestly, that's not bad. Because Sonic Bloom, for example, was 300 Plus, you had to buy an extra parking pass for your car and space for your tent, which was like another 130 or something like that. So it was like over 400 to go to Sonic Bloom, and it's actually a little bit less. It's 400 to go to Shambhala. The problem is getting there, and you know, so gas, for example, I did the math last night, and I was thinking around 500 because. It costs around $50 to fill up my tank, and that can last for four hours. Four out of, what did I say, 26? Oof. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. So, if I'm driving for 26 hours divided by four, is 6.5. That's how many times I'll have to fill up my tank. So we'll say seven, because it does say that you have to fill it up before, you should fill up your tank 
before you go into the festival because it could take a really long time to get in there and out and if you run out of gas you're fucked so we'll say seven times 50 because that's about how much it costs to fill up my tank 350 dollars plus 400 that's probably under selling it. oh that's only one way that's why that's fucking one way oh my god so 14 times 50 700 plus 400 for the ticket you're looking at a thousand one hundred dollars about over a thousand dollars just to get there and back plus you have to bring food or money for food and drugs and alcohol if you're into that so we'll say like i think for me personally i would want to bring a bottle of of like vodka or something because i feel like if i bring a case of beer there's probably a high chance that that's going to get confiscated i think not to mention i don't want to be like passing out beers you know because that could just end up getting you into trouble too i would bet i don't know probably not but (laughs) anyways so we'll say an extra i don't know we'll say 30 for alcohol we'll say a hundred for like an ounce of weed which is a lot i know i think depending on the size of the group and if you're rolling like a bunch of joints and stuff and oh that's the other thing though is that canada is uh, legal with weed so i was like worried about you know bringing weed across the border and then i was like wait there's no point in doing that i could just like maybe bring a couple joints for the ride and then get rid of all the weed when i cross the border because you don't want to cross with that shit they do have dogs they will check your car and they usually question you like cops do in america they'll question you and try and make it seem try and get a reason to search your car basically so be careful with that um so let's say also you got to bring food you got to bring water they do tend to have free water at most festivals but you never know so we'll say 150 for like snacks and drinks and water i don't think you need much else camping like i said they have porta potties at shambhala some festivals have actual bathrooms like outdoor bathrooms so it's not quite porta potty level but it's not like a nice bathroom still yeah I, i think that that's probably about it so you're looking at like fourteen hundred dollars if you're me going by yourself and not getting any help from like carpooling and people paying for gas or something yeah that's fucking expensive holy shit not to mention like i said i have a very old car so oh man who knows that could go really poorly that's my biggest fear you know like i could probably put the money together depending but I have that pretty big vacation to Japan in October. I don't want to take away from that. I know that my mom is going to like automatically be pissed at me for wanting to do this two and a half months before the biggest vacation any of us have ever been on in my family. Because we've been on some vacations before, but this is fucking huge. And we're all paying for it individually instead of like my parents paying for it my mom paying for it anyways 
So yeah, I don't really want to take away from that. And if I have to maybe go in 2024, then so be it. Because this is, festival has been around for a long time. I think it's the longest running EDM festival in Canada. Or one of the longest. It's been going on since 1998. Which for some people, that probably doesn't sound that long. But, but it is. Because concerts, especially festivals, multiple day festivals usually don't last for 25 years this year will be the 25th year that's pretty crazy yeah they usually don't last that long because the founders who pay for everything usually run out of money or they stop wanting to fund the festival there's sometimes issues and problems that kind of cancel the venue anyways like sonic bloom i didn't think that they were going to have another uh, festival this year like after watching some of the videos there was horrible weather the entire time like super windy weather that was ripping tents out of the ground because it was so strong so yeah a lot of people were pissed and somehow they're doing it the exact same dates the exact same location and it just like doesn't seem like they really listened it seems like they probably should have just ended that festival or make a lot of very serious changes and it doesn't seem like they did either of those things which is very surprising so i don't think that that festival will be going on that much longer if they keep keep up with that kind of stuff but shambhala like the weather usually isn't that bad i did hear that like there's been a couple years where there's really bad rain but other than that that kind of sounds fun i mean it's probably a little hectic and i don't know if there's any concerts that would go on during rain they have to even red rocks make sure that if there's rain the concert still goes rain or snow the concert still goes i think that's they say that like on their website something like that well i had to go take a poop so i have no idea where i was at but yeah um i don't know what the fuck i was talking about man i've had so many rants and side stories in this podcast it's been all over the fucking place i did have a bit of direction but i'm just so excited man i'm so excited about the idea of going to a rave going to a concert it's so perfect for psychedelics and obviously like molly and other drugs too probably fit in really well i'm not saying i wouldn't do it I'd probably try Molly at a concert. I even said earlier that I would probably do whippets if if I was like in the middle of a concert and somebody had a balloon. Yeah, I'd probably take a hit. I'm not even gonna lie, but I know that that's how addictions start, and it's it, that is very dangerous. So maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. I've been very good. I've been a very good boy for the most part. <laughs> I mean, I know DMT is pretty crazy, and that's a little bit more of a hardcore drug I would say but I I don't know I haven't done I've never done cocaine never done whippets I've never injected anything I've only ever smoked DMT other than weed yeah I really haven't done on the scale of drugs I've never taken a real prescription pill or like I've never taken Xanax or nothing like that nothing like that and like i don't even know the difference between like uppers and downers and shit i don't know anything like that and i don't care to because that's not really my thing but 
it, be careful at concerts. This is definitely something that I feel like I probably should have talked about earlier for the people that are actually listening to this podcast. Um, be careful. I had a friend who went to a concert and then told me about it the next day and he was drugged. He wasn't, he didn't think he was like intentionally drugged. He was hanging with like a group of people, right? And one of them offered him a line of cocaine. Well, apparently he was, this guy who offered him a line of cocaine also had a baggie full of ketamine and accidentally gave my friend ketamine instead of cocaine. And he said he was pretty fucking miserable. He said it was fun until until that, and then it was like the rest of the night was ruined because he was just like tripping his face off. And I, I don't know. Yeah, he said that it was fun at first, but then it quickly became miserable. And I don't know, it sounded pretty scary. Like he was freaking out at one point, and his friend like had to watch over him. He had to leave like the main concert area, and yeah, be careful taking drugs from people at concerts it's definitely not just a myth that people will drug you even if it's on accident you never fucking know man people switch up people are stupid everybody's on drugs and fucking around and you never know what can happen people can easily switch up their bags give you the wrong thing or intentionally give you the wrong thing you never know maybe they're like maybe they think that they're gonna give you a better experience for the night i don't know but yeah be very careful because I'm over here talking about like oh yeah if somebody offered me drugs at a concert I would probably take it I'm talking like very spur of the moment and with like a homie like a I don't know like if my homie had a balloon and he took a puff out of it and was like you want some I would probably do it too but only in the spur of the moment at a concert and knowing that I'm not going to end up getting fucked over in the long run by some drug that I've never done or something (laughs) Because, yeah, he had never done ketamine before. And that was his first time in the middle of a really fucking crazy concert. I think he went to Rez? I don't know. He went to, I'm pretty sure it was an EDM concert. And, yeah, he said it was pretty fucking crazy. And it really wasn't all that fun for him. So, be careful, you know. People, things can happen. People are not the smartest and prone to accident. So. Oh, and the other thing is that, you know... Some concerts can be a little dangerous as well. Just, I don't know. Be careful, man. Sometimes, like, it's, I feel like this is more for rap concerts where there's, like, mosh pits and stuff. I've had friends that have, like, broken their arms and had some pretty serious injuries from, from mosh pits. But I guess that's kind of the idea, huh? I don't know. <laughs> but that's why I like the idea of raves, because it's le- a lot less mosh pity, I feel like. Like, when I was watching the Shambhala videos and vlogs and stuff, it didn't really seem like there were any mosh pits. Like, there were people going hard and fucking crazy to the music, but there weren't, like, straight-up mosh pits. Um, and I think I think that's kind of a good thing for a rave. You know, people are on drugs, and I don't know. Obviously, there's lots of people headbanging and stuff, so I don't know. Shambhala looks like so much fun, though, dude. I want to camp out for four days and stare at girls with fucking thongs. <laughs> that sounds so creepy, but I mean, it's if you've ever been to a rave or seen videos, you know that, yeah, there's some, there's some fucking booties out. And there's some crazy outfits, too, from male, female, everybody. Everybody has 
some pretty interesting clothing. That's kind of like a thing with the EDM culture, and I love that. Like with the pashminas and trippy ass shirts and all sorts of crap. Yeah, I just in the totems. I love the totems. I want to make one so bad. I want to make one with like a little skeleton on the top and like put a bunch of lights around him and shit. Make him dance with me. But we'll see, man. I want to make a Shambhala like a yearly thing because, like I said, I kind of concert concerted out. I don't know how else to say that. I've definitely overdone it on the concerts. You know, I mean, not not entirely. It just I feel like if I'm gonna keep going to concerts every year, it should be like something that's really really crazy, like Shambhala or Lost Lands or Rolling Loud, something big that you know attracts massive amounts of people like a full-on festival one day concerts are nice too like i said i'd love to go to like an iron maiden concert and a few others but nothing too crazy at the moment that i'm like feel all that feel like i have to go and see like i was really into king gizzard and the lizard wizard for a while and they're coming to denver in i think september I don't know, Denver, Colorado, and I wanted to see them, but now I'm like, I don't feel the need to, I don't know why, I just, I don't really, I don't really want, I want to go and see them, but I don't at the same time, I don't feel the need to go and spend the money and the time to get there, that's the other thing, is that, you know, one day concerts can be a challenge for somebody, especially going by yourself, because that's like, if I was going to a concert right now, it would be by myself, because... I've grown apart from a lot of my friends, especially like the friend that I went to all those concerts with that one year. It's hard, man, you know, especially if you're getting fucked up. Sorry that I keep saying, you know, about every other fucking sentence. <laughs> there's, there's just a lot, man, that I'm, I've got going through my head. <laughs> and now I lost my fucking train of thought. Whatever. I don't know, dude. I'm so excited. Oh, I remember what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, so like, a lot of times I have to go to Denver. I don't live in Denver, Colorado, so I have to drive there, and then I have to drive myself back home, and you know, if I'm getting super fucked up, it can be dangerous and also just not smart to be driving myself, and then Ubering is fucking expensive, obviously, and I don't have any friends to drive, and even if I did, I wouldn't want them to drive. Like, if I have friends coming with me, I want them to get fucked up, too. Or if they want to be sober, then that's awesome. Be the DD, I guess. <laughs> but if they want to get fucked up, they should have the opportunity, too. So even if I did have people to go with right now, it wouldn't really change much. Yeah, I'm working on it, though, man. I'm going to try, like, Facebook message boards. I'm going to try all sorts of shit. See if, see if I can't find somebody to to go to some raves with me just Shambhala that's all I need I just need I'm like maybe I'll go to like the Facebook the Shambhala Facebook page and just be like yo anybody going from Colorado if so let me know I'll pay for gas <laughs> or I'll help pay for gas because I don't want to drive my car I could drive my car I don't know I could work something out with with some people if if I can find them because I know that they're out there. Like, there was this one guy in one of the videos talking about how he... Oh, I already talked about this dude. He drove 20 hours to get to Shambhala, but he went by himself and just, like, met a bunch of people there. 
which I think is pretty cool. So even if you do go by yourself, I do think that there's a pretty good atmosphere that you'll find friends somehow, I'm sure. All right, I have no idea where I was at. I'm probably going to try to wrap this up soon. At this point, I think this podcast is probably more so for me than anything. Um, if you managed to listen to any of this podcast, but all of it, um, good for you. I'm guessing, like I said, I'm probably going to be the only one to like listen through this one all the way. This is a long podcast, and it's really just me rambling on and on and about crap. But I'm just so obsessed with Shambhala, dude. I want to go so bad, and EDM concerts in general are just a vibe on their own, dude. They're just on another level, and I can't believe I haven't experienced it. You know, I don't want to reach a certain age where I'm old and... Not even old, but if I'm just... If I don't feel like... I don't know. I feel like I'm going to reach a time where I'm like 30 and be really disappointed that I didn't party more. That I didn't go to raves more and go to EDM festivals more. You know, I I don't really like want to go to house parties and shit. I mean, that sounds okay, but I'd much rather just go to like an insanely crazy EDM festival or just any music festival. But EDM music festivals in themselves are just fucking crazy, bro. I don't know, like, Shambhala has this one stage, it's like this Japanese-style building, like a traditional Japanese building, like a castle, I don't know how to explain it, you just gotta see it, I guess, and they have a projector that shoots right onto it, and some of the visuals are so insane, dude, even sober, they look fucking trippy as shit, so I can't imagine being on drugs. I bet it would be just incredible and everybody there says that like oh videos don't do it justice and all this and yet it still feels like it looks crazy and people still say they're like nah it's nothing and like I said I didn't even see one of the stages there's that like weird foresty one that's so fucking crazy looking there's like a floor a bottom floor and then there's like a upper floor and and then there's just like this weird light up forest i don't even know how to explain it man you gotta look up pictures i guess <laughs> of the different stages because they're fucking insane especially fractal forest which i really haven't looked at too much but it looks so insane it's a huge huge area and oh my god it just looks like so much fun there's like i don't know how many different stages i think there's like five maybe and then there's all sorts of interactive experiences and tons of people and the light shows are unmatched man like like i said i've been to some concerts that have like pretty intense light shows and i still don't think that they compare to some of the light shows that i've seen at shambhala in the videos i want to go so bad dude but fourteen hundred dollars is a lot of money. If I could just find somebody to go with me, I could drive and just have them pay, help me pay for gas. Because it is a shitload of gas. And I don't know. I think my car could make it across country. I would definitely need to like do a routine check of everything before I go and definitely probably get some stuff repaired before before then 
I mean, it is doable. It's just I do have the vacation for Japan planned, and I think I'd much rather focus my money on that than on an EDM festival. Nothing against the EDM festival. It's just that I already have this plan to go to to Japan, you know, and I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to do my best to find some friends. Maybe I'll make a friend, a rave buddy that has a really good car and can get us across country and I'll help pay for gas. Like I said, and if they don't have a car, if I can just have somebody to help me pay for gas, that'd be okay too, I think, maybe. But it is still a lot of money, you know, like split that in half. Like let's say I meet a friend and we split everything in half, that's still $700. I guess that's not so bad, especially if you get to go to Canada, try some Canada weed, and go to one of the coolest festivals on the fucking planet, I think. I haven't seen anything else like it. Like, there's, like, Lost Lands and other really, really huge festivals, but I don't think that they quite compare to Shambhala. Maybe that's just my opinion. It definitely is, but a lot of people at that concert venue said the same thing they're like oh i've been to other festivals but this one is insane this one's way crazier and yeah i don't know man i want to go so bad (laughs) so i'm gonna do my best to try and figure something out figure out some friends that's my main goal as of now find some homies to go to raves with and then start saving up a little bit of money here and there we'll see man we'll see because yeah i'm like if i can put a hundred or so dollars aside here and there i can have seven hundred dollars in no time if i can find somebody to help me pay for gas yeah and i think six hundred dollars for gas is probably underestimating it because yeah i was thinking like 400 for the ticket and then 300 it's probably closer to like 900 a piece if i'm splitting it between two people I mean, a bigger group than that would be great. Like, three or four people would be awesome. But at the same time, I've struggled to find any friends that would want to go to EDM, you know? Alright, my neighbor's starting to fucking blast his music, so... I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, I seriously doubt that there's anybody that listened this long. But if you did, you're awesome. Um, Yeah, I'm gonna spend like the next fucking three hours trying to edit this because this is fucking long this is over well over an hour um before editing so we'll see man um thanks for listening this has been not for thought go to some concerts man it's concert time it's almost concert season it's getting there for the u.s um yeah man it's been not for thought thanks for listening have a good day